Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There Yet? The family podcast for adults. People who cannot operate iTunes. Or, I mean, GarageBand. Not even a little bit. So embarrassed. There's only one Knock button. it off. There's only one button for you. Why is oh it? Why, is, why are there so many problems over there? Shut up. I can't wait until tomorrow. Take this. I can't wait until tomorrow whenever uh, I upgrade you to iLife 11 and you do this. Strange. I don't know what's happening. Don't be messing with my stuff. This episode number 649, Carving. That reminds me of one of my favorite Halloween movies of all time. which For which you have no appreciation. What? Stars Lance Hendrickson. Okay. Who you have to admit is one of the coolest actors ever. Yeah. He's just cool. Okay. Pumpkinhead. Oh. I want to watch some Halloween scary Pumpkinhead! We're going to watch Pumpkinhead. Fuck, man. Come on. Let's watch something we haven't seen. It will not be... Paranormal Activity 2? No. <laughs> I find it highly amusing that people go in there with such high expectations. Everybody went to the show thinking it was going to rock the their fucking socks. Right? Mm-hmm. The first one was super shitty. Let's just be honest. It was super shitty. And if you if you want to debate this with me, please attend one of my live shows. We can discuss it. And I will tell you exactly how many penises you have inside your head. It's ridiculous. That, that movie was terrible. It was an achievement only in the fact that they did it on virtually no money. I will give them for, for spending no money at all. It was a halfway decent movie. Right. But we saw the previews. And Rock Thor in the chat room is saying, I saw the preview, therefore I saw the movie. He's correct. We saw the preview, and what is the only scary thing that happens in the preview? And I'm using scary in quotes. Somebody gets dragged? Yes. The mom gets dragged down the hall. Mm-hmm. Where have I seen that before? Oh, I don't know. Oh, but this time she gets dragged down the hall and then downstairs and then into the closet. Hey, if your monster lives in the closet, there's way too many jokes I can make, and it's not going to be scary anymore. Right. And B, if it looks exactly like the first movie, because it is the first movie, you will piss people off. And that is apparently what happened. Yeah, to the point of people throwing things at the theaters, booing, yes. and walking out. Yes, that is correct. It was, it was fucking ridiculous. So, if you're one of the countless morons who decided to go to this movie, even after you'd seen the first one, even after I specifically told you, what are you doing? Don't waste your money on this. Then you should be actually forced to pay many times your actual ticket price. Like, I think tickets for the second one should have been $45. Wow, so they could soak people even more? Yeah, so people would pay and then really be mad. Well, so that maybe or, or they, they would have kept some people away They because they would actually think about it. No, they would have seen, they would have seen the $45 ticket price and say, I have to give you my money anyway. And then afterwards, they've been, oh, I'm mad. This is much like going to seeing any M. Night Shyamalan movie after Unbreakable and then complaining because it sucked. You knew it was going to. You knew it was going to. They're going to call us. Where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. Like, I, I could, if I could convince somebody in Hollywood to front the money, I would make a movie, right? And I would just call it My Balls. Cut it out. And it would be, this is what it would be. It would be a st- like a, a point of view camera of a camera next to my balls. And you would just see my balls floating through the top of every frame. And then I would only release it to art houses and I would make them charge $100 a ticket and people would line up. And at the end of it, they would say, I have never seen a more glorious set of balls. And it was an artistic masterpiece. And they're asking if it would be in 3D. 
Which would uh, require nasty be. 3D glasses that were all herpetic it and stuff. It could be in 3D. And I would actually make you buy your own 3D glasses for your own safety, and they would be $500. <laughs> there you go. No um, recycling. No. no. You get your own. <laughs> They're sealed up in a bag. $500. And, I, and you would spend the whole movie with your head bobbing side to side, trying not to get hit in the face by my balls. Lovely. We would call it ChemoVision. Did you already tell them where to email me? I believe I did. Thanks, Amazon, for being my sponsor. Amazon does a pretty good job of having reviews that says, this is stupid, please don't waste my time. I think Amazon should have reviews for shit that's not out yet. That would be kind of hard, wouldn't it? No. you would just put, They would just have a list of things and people could go rate it. Like, like Paranormal Activity 2 is coming out and everybody would go rate it. Shitty. People think it's a real review and not go. That's my mm, hope. I see. So we broke down and let the girls carve pumpkins, right? Yeah. They're all old enough that I think they should be able to handle it themselves. Yes. By the time I was thing three's age, I had to raise my own pumpkins uh, from in the wilderness, cart them into town on my pony, uh, and then I would cut them myself, make my own candles from beef fat from cows I slaughtered, and put them in the window. That was my time I was eight. Did you have a 1,500 pounder? No, 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 no. We weren't because that would have been something to brag about. We weren't stupid about our pumpkins. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But I will say, when we grew up, the pumpkins were bigger than I can get now. I think it's just a factor That's of living in the country. That's kind of true. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. we had pumpkins when I'm a, when I was a kid. Not not exaggerating. They were four feet tall. I I remember some because they yeah. were tall enough for kids to sit inside. Yeah, and you could just get them. I mean, you just go to the store and buy them. It yeah, wasn't like they were they were rare. It's you not like have a to little, take out a second mortgage right. to pay for it. So we bought some shitty little pumpkins. They were probably a couple feet tall. Nothing to write home about. Just pumpkin pumpkins. Also, the pumpkins you get in the city are fucking malformed. Yeah, none of them were spectacular. Yeah, none of them are right. No. Right. So you get, you get the shitty pumpkin, you bring it. I guess we could have gone to a pumpkin patch, but to I be honest. So. That would have involved people throwing up in the car and stuff before we even got there. I'm out. Or ripping their teeth out on their way home from the ride. <laughs> yeah. Getting so aggravated with the car, they'd literally tear a tooth out of their head. That'll be in a couple shows now. We'll talk about that. But, uh. I don't know. We just got the pumpkins and we brought them home and I thought it was very telling how fast or the different ways that our children attack these. Right? Right. Like right off the bat, thing one sits down, she's like, I'm making a fucking pumpkin. Nothing fancy. This is a pumpkin I saw a picture of. This is what I'm making. And she popped the top off and then she went in it with a big metallic toothy scooper, mm-hmm. scraped it out like an abortionist in a hurry. Flopped it all on the pavement or on the paper, cut open, cut the eyes and mouth out, and she was done in 30 minutes. Well, she knew exactly what she wanted to do, and it was actually something that she had seen on, I think it was the Food Network Challenge, and they yeah. did extreme pumpkin carving. Yeah, of course, yeah. hers was on a much right. tamer scale. <laughs> right. So she cut a mouth, and it's basically just a traditional pumpkin, but there's a little pumpkin in the mouth. And it's a little pumpkin she bought and put it in the mouth. No, she didn't even buy it. She pilfered it off of one of my decorations. Well, I didn't want anybody to get the idea that she'd actually carved a little pumpkin inside the mouth. That's not the way it was. It was just a little pumpkin. She just crammed it in the hole. Right. So she did hers super fast. And then she's like, okay, I got to go. She had things to do. Right. I got to go. See you guys later. Enjoy your pumpkin carving. Thing two or thing three did her pumpkin just like I knew she would. Even Mm. though she claimed that she was going to do it herself, you couldn't handle watching her with a knife. She got very frustrated, and so you carved thing three's pumpkin. Well, the problem is, is I gave her a knife 
that really essentially was inadequate for the job because the rind on it was super thick. It was like an inch and a half, two inches thick. Right. And the knife I gave her, not not going to cope with that. So why didn't you give her a bigger knife? No way. So instead of giving her a bigger knife, you just took over. And so you guys hemmed and hawed and dicked around and made some kind of goofy little Hello Kitty pumpkin, right? Yeah. Done. That took about two hours. Because you had to take excruciatingly painful direction. Well, I was really nervous and I at, was really stealing myself to sit there and watch them do it. I had to get up and leave a couple of times because they were scaring the crap out of me with the way you're, that they were holding the knives. You're just ridiculous. Well, they did fine. I, they did fine and they were doing fine. I was in there at the same time you were having, you were shitting your pants over your kids with knives. And I said, do you, they're not doing anything wrong. Yeah, that's not true. Holding the pumpkin, okay. brace between your thighs, and then holding the knife in <laughs> stab mode. You have to though. When you don't you, have good control over it that way. When you're doing, when you're carving a pumpkin, you the, the initial pumpkin carving is done from the top, and you you really do, or the bottom if you're going to go that way. But we did ours traditionally from the top. You you have to make just stabs down into the top of it to get the top off. You can't cut it out. Like, fucking saw it. You just stab it down, move it over, stab it down. It's much faster. So they weren't doing anything wrong. You were just having a fucking conniption. No, I let them do it. I didn't take any away. And, well, except for thing three. That's all I'm saying. And then thing three was like, okay, mom, you do it. But first, some instructions for you. I've got a few notes for how I'm going to want this pumpkin to Yeah, look. she was pretty particular. She wanted to add <sighs> a few details because we were trying to do the outline ones and then you you just kind of do scrape a, it away yeah, so you can see skinny the skinny layer there. so that the light shines through. Yeah. Which didn't really work very well cuz the rind was so thick. Yeah, and the other problem was that right like you're saying the rind is so fucking thick on these. I don't know where you got these mutant fucking pumpkins. They're from Kroger. But you guys went through them so fast. I mean, as far as carving or getting the goop out of the middle and there was shockingly little goop. I knew you were going to have problems. Yeah. Well, you the, can scrape them down, but good Lord. Well, the problem it takes was, forever. These were, the rinds on these were a good two inches thick, and that's too thick for a carving pumpkin, in my humble opinion. I agree. And so it was a big pain in the ass. So thing one took about a half an hour. You and thing three worked for about two hours. And thing two... Four hours. Four and a half hours. Oh, my God. I thought that kid was never going to finish hers. And hers was basically, I mean, it was like a a kawaii little kitty. And it wasn't terribly detailed, but it had to be perfect. All of the cuts had to be completely smooth. The the inside part of where she cut out had to be completely smooth. You couldn't see any dangly bits on the inside. Yeah, I I came in there and saw her a couple times smoothing shit with literally those little tiny clay carving tools, making it nice and smooth. So she was getting very frustrated. But she stuck to it. But God damn, it took her forever. I know. It was the first time that I've seen her. Be so obsessive over something in a long, long, long time. Yeah, I think it was one of those things where she got it in her head. She knew what it was supposed to look like. It seemed like it was within her capabilities. And the fact that it was not working was making her crazy. I mean, you get like that, too. When you you sit down to do a project and you know it should work, you have the plans. This doesn't seem like it's going to be complicated. Then you're like, why is nothing going the way I want it to go? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, of course, the more frustrated you get, the sloppier you're really using the knife. And it just feeds into the whole thing. And then I had, she had drawn on it with uh, 
permanent markers. Right. So then we had to remove all of the marks yeah. because she just could not stand to have any yeah. of the yeah. extra marks. Good God. I was so glad we were done. Yeah. I was super <laughs> duper thankful that I had put down sheets of freezer paper on the floor so I could just wad everything up and throw yeah, it Yeah, your cleanup was pretty good. That was a good idea. You put down sheets of freezer paper all over the floor and just taped them down in the kitchen. And then whenever you were done, you just pulled up the tape and rolled it up. Yep. So that was good. But yeah, I, I wish there was a way to test. Maybe there's an app where you can take a picture of a pumpkin and it'll tell you how thick the rind is. That would be kind of cool, actually. Something. There's got to be, be some way cool. to do it. Because I don't want to get stuck with pumpkins like that again. I know. On the other hand, the flip side, we had also purchased a couple of the, uh, I don't know what they're called. They're foam, like funkins. They're carvable styrofoam pumpkins. Right. They're hollow. Hollow on the inside. Right. Got them from the Dollar Tree for 99 right. cents. I figured, what the hell? Who cares? It's 99 cents. If they mess them up, they mess them up. So what? They were so easy to carve that they had probably a better time carving those than they did carving the real pumpkins. You know, the, the thing about they the, turned out so much Right. The so thing that disturbed that I didn't like about the Funkins and the reason why yours were so cheap, you know, the real Funkins aren't made out of just styrofoam. Oh, they're not? No. They're like they're, foam foam? They're like a, yeah, it's, it's rigid and it's foam. But it, uh, its texture does not, when you carve it out, you don't get a bunch of little beads popping out like in the styrofoam. Oh, okay. And well, it's orange all the way through. So when you carve it, it looks like you carved a pumpkin. Not but like, I like them. Yeah, it was easy. It was easy. So I was glad that you guys got, everybody got in the Halloween spirit. There's a big fucking spider over my door that flips everybody decorate. out every time we go out. And I, I think I scared you more because I was climbing the big giant ladder. I don't ever want to see you on a ladder again. Oh, come on. You're terrible at it. I used to climb a ladder all the time. No. Yes. How I, many I was, years I was ago? fine, okay, on the ladder, oh. except the problem was is we had this big giant beam where I was trying to hang <laughs> yes. the spider. And so right. I get up as high as I dare on the ladder, which is what, how big a ladder is that? Eight foot? It's an eight foot, foot ladder. Okay. So I'm up there on the top and the, la- uh, the beam is still quite a bit above me. So I decided I'm going to toss <sighs> the fishing line roll and it smacked me right in the mouth when yeah, it came over. Big fucking shock. How's this going to work? <laughs> You're holding one end of it. You throw it over a beam and it straight over and it comes right back at you shocking like ow that's smart i i really I didn't fall off the ladder no but i really thought you were going to i saw you get right here and i was like oh surely she's not gonna yep that's exactly what she's gonna do i saw it come over hit you in the face and i saw you rock back on your heels i was like she's gonna come right off that fucking ladder nah. it's gonna be it's gonna be like gremlins you know where uh phoebe is it phoebe kate's was yeah. gremlin? her dad died in the the chimney spoiler oh, alert yeah. remember that was, spoiler alert <laughs> I thought it was, this I thought movie it was came out 20 thing. years ago. My favorite, my favorite <laughs> Halloween movie, my favorite holiday of all time is Halloween. And that would be the day that you choose to fall off and split your head open on the fucking pavement. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we put the fake uh, cobwebs up Damn all it. over the bushes. And we got the glow-in-the-dark kind. Bullshit, you did. It doesn't glow in the dark. A- at all. I was mad. I think it might if you have it, like, super concentrated. But who's going to have, like... No, a spiderweb spitball. It, it doesn't, it, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? If you just wad it up. Yes. No. I we got the big rain today too. Your webs are looking a little sad. Yeah, they got rained on. It's they okay. Actually, they actually they look, look more realistic, probably. I think they do. They look more droopy, like real cobwebs yeah. do. My so, uh, particular favorite comment was the pizza guy who comes up after we have all the stuff up, and he he's looking at the bushes. Right. He's like, "What is that stuff?" Duh! Can't you tell? What what is what's going on? I think on it's there? pretty obvious. Well, and if it's not obvious, I have a a giant six foot spider hanging over my door. Come on, dude. Well, come on. 
It's just ridiculous. Well, and then thing three and I, we have like this window that's by the front door. And really, who likes a window right by the front door that people can look in? Nobody. Ours has uh, like mini blinds hanging in front of it, which we never open. They're no. always closed. Right. So I decided I wanted to put something Halloween-y there. Yeah, whatever. So thing three and I, shut up. What? Thing three and I cut up napkins, like two-ply napkins, and then you take off the second ply. And we right. put uh, spray starch up there and right. stuck them up there. So it's like a temporary, like stained glass is what it looks like. Right. And I can just wash it off later. Yeah. It's, it's cool. I think it's people should try it. It's kind of fun. Okay. Oh, shut up. <laughs> just because you don't like it. I didn't ask you to do it. The fucking pumpkins are smiling. That's not Halloween. Just so everybody's clear. Smiling. It's like... <laughs> I wanted you to put big bloody smears in that window. The window cling things that look like blood smears. Yeah, we had those. And you said, I'm not doing that. I'm going to put some fucking napkins in there. Cut it out. First story. A barracuda jumped out of the water and bit a 45-year-old woman kayaker in the chest in the Florida Keys causing injuries which required her to evacuate by boat and helicopter to a Miami hospital, the U.S. Coast Guard said on Monday. It said the incident, in which the woman suffered a suspected punctured lung and broken ribs, took place on Sunday evening near Big Pine Key, where the victim and a companion were kayaking in shallow water. Now you can't, now they're just coming at you all over the place. She wasn't even in the water, she was just on the water. Barracuda's like, eh, close enough. Close enough, I'm coming up. I'm going to rip your tits off and eat your lungs. What? Yeah. Yeah, I'm biting through your fucking chest. Did it bite her in the chest? Oh, I guess it That's, did. I think we covered yeah. that. Well, I wonder if she was wearing like a wetsuit. She was wearing uh, a life jacket and uh, regular kayak gear, I guess. I don't think it was a wetsuit. But barracudas are just made of fucking teeth. I mean, you've seen pictures well, of barracudas before. I mean, they're yeah. nothing but fucking teeth and a tail. I just can't. I, people are like, we have to protect the ocean. You know what? No, we don't. Kill everything that lives in the ocean. Every animal in the ocean, kill it. Cut it out. Really? Because you can't trust them. They're going to jump out at you. Well, I think somebody just, a surfer, died today or yesterday from shark. How are, you not, how are you not behind me on killing all creatures in the ocean? Well, I don't, personally, I don't go in the ocean. Yeah. There are things in there that nobody look, even knows about yet. Right. So wouldn't it be nice if the whole ocean was available for you to swim around in? Wouldn't that be nice? If you could just go to the ocean swim and, and not worry about and rest assured, or rest assured, disasters. Correct. rest assured that we had killed all of the monsters. Right? We just make a list of creatures we don't need: sharks, barracudas, those fucking manta rays with the death stinger on their tail that got Steve Irwin. Because that's, uh, yeah, I'm just saying, all that shit. Swordfish, jellyfish. Fuck you, swordfish. Fuck you. That's it. If you're not an animal that we eat, you don't get to live in the ocean. Oh, and we're talking about sharks. <laughs> One of our listeners in the chat room has a shark. Yeah, well, you can keep but it. But his is in an aquarium. Keep so it in your aquarium. It's a perfect place for it. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Here's here's my theory, okay? Remember the big giant oil spill? Yeah. It's going to kill off all the little tiny fishies. Is that now, why the barracuda is so Now the big so fishies got, yes. Barracuda's like, fuck, man. I used to eat all the time. Now I got nothing. Well, I'm coming up out of the water. That's the thing that, that disturbs me the most. I didn't know that barracuda were in any way above water hunters, right? All the stuff I've seen on Discovery Channel about, about barracuda is 
they swim around and they eat the shit out of stuff, but they swim around in the water. Right? I'd never seen a case of it, and it jumped out and then chewed this chick's leg off while she was standing on the boat. Right. So this is new behavior, and you know he went back and told his friends, he's like, dude, check this out. They can't even stop us out of the water. Just jump up, get a big old fucking bite, and go back in the water. They got no defense. It, it's kind of disconcerting. I, I'm, not, I am not in favor of any creatures in the water that could harm me. They almost go. All of them. Puffer fishes? You gotta go. Well, I do think Man there's war, gotta go. A lot of odd animal behavior going on, aside from YouTube videos of kitties and dogs <laughs> and whatever. There was, uh, it was actually on the news here yesterday. There was a cat that was swimming in a lake, Ugh. and people on shore were flipping out because this cat's swimming all over the place. So they rescued it because they're sure that somebody was being abusive, and they tossed it in the water. About an hour later, the owner is walking by looking for the cat. Right. And no, that's he that's he digs it. You can't keep him out of the water. He loves to swim. That cat's retarded. It was the weirdest looking thing. I like, I like people feel the need to rescue it. Here's what I'm not gonna ever try to take a cat out of the water. Because I've seen what happens when you get close to a cat that really doesn't want to be there. They freak out and turn into a fucking whirling Ginsu. I don't want to be anywhere near that. <laughs> exactly. I don't, want, I don't want it to think I'm dry land because it's going to come fucking all claws and teeth trying to climb on top of your head. No, I don't need it. They're not very careful where that wet tail goes either. No, and here's my thing. You can tell the difference between an animal that wants to be in the water and an animal that is not happy about being in the water. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Exactly. This one clearly was enjoying himself. He was not even heading towards shore. He's like, no, I'm going deeper. Fuck you guys. All right, so everybody needs to join my new uh, political action group, Kill All Sea Creatures Now. Even, like, sea anemones? Did it, I just say? Sea anemones have stingers. Well, that's true. Done. Starfish? Starfish have weird Starfish fucking human-shaped okay. teeth. They don't Gone. do anything unless you, they're kind of scratchy. How do you, how do you know that? How do you know that? What, starfish? How do you know that? I've seen them. Aren't you afraid that... Okay, let me ask you this. What is one of the most infamous movie monsters of all time? Of all time. Iconic, something you immediately recognize. Cool. That's not good. Mm, tentacles. Face hugger. Yeah, but it's not a starfish. What's a starfish look like? Starfish I rest my case. Spirits. They can grow limbs back. I rest my case. We're done with that. I'm done with all right, here's my next story. A suburban Philadelphia philanthropist who believes charity is a powerful incentive Thinks he can help get Americans back to work one donation at a time. Gene Epstein, 71, is promoting a $250,000 effort called Hire Just One with plans to make $1,000 donations to charity in the name of businesses that hire an unemployed person and keep the worker on the payroll for at least six months. Epstein, who amassed a personal fortune through car sales and real estate investments, has set aside his money for the first 250 hires and thinks thousands more jobs could be created if others took on his idea, too. Yeah, I think that's good. I don't know how many people have $250,000 sitting around that they want to just... How many $250,000 does Bill Gates have? Well, that's true. How many $250,000 does Warren Buffett have? That's true, so maybe he needs to, like, write to them directly. Email them. 
Well, I think he's just putting something. it out there. He's not asking you and I to contribute $250,000. He's saying if you've got a bunch of fucking cash laying around, you're not doing anything with it but looking at it and swimming around in gold doubloons like fucking Scrooge McDuck, maybe you got to do something with your money to help the shit out a little bit. Well, I mean, I think I, I think it's a good idea. But do you think right. businesses will hire and just keep them for six months only to lay them off? You know, just to meet the minimum bare well, requirements? Well, the, the problem with it is $1,000 is not enough. Businesses don't give right. a shit. They're going to go, uh, $1,000 doesn't really fix anything. The guy should take his money and try to make some kind of business that's useful. Well, and the $1,000 doesn't go to the business. It goes to charity in the name of the yeah, business. Yeah, and businesses are well so, known for their charitable causes. Yeah. Uh, fuck you. I mean, it's a good idea, and I wish it would work, but businesses got us into this mess and they're not going to get us out of it i think that's one of the things the problems that american people don't really understand and even our government doesn't really seem to get it the people that got us into this mess are no less greedy deceitful or evil now than they were before as evidenced by the fact that the banks keep fucking robo forging signatures on shit to foreclose on houses they don't even have a right to foreclose on that's true so when the government goes i wish business would really help us out of this mess they should know they're not gonna they're douchebags they're not gonna yeah i don't really know what the answer is maybe he could just donate a thousand dollars have a contest to have people you know write their intentions or whatever for the future and he'll give them a thousand dollars to pay taxes or something he should give them a thousand dollars their house payment a thousand dollars per shark barracuda jellyfish or other hazardous marine animal thousand dollars for everyone you bring to him dead ready to be eaten at a high fashion okay and then what is that show where they're always attacking whalers whale wars uh, I, the stupidest show be on, on earth star wars that... <laughs> starfish wars that the show you're talking about <laughs> dumbest yeah. dumbest show in the world i here's the thing i never understood about that show I understand you don't like whaling. I understand that whaling is very grisly and not a very nice job. On the other hand, when you start attacking whaling boats and the people on deck and those people respond in kind, you don't get to cry. You start throwing chemical weapons at the other boat and they spray you with their water hose. Shut up. You started it. You're instigating. People are allowed to defend themselves, douches. Okay, now we're going to get a bunch of hate mail. About I, don't I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I know. We've talked about it before, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think it would be interesting. Maybe people can write in and tell us what their idea for their $1,000 reward would be. Knowing full well we are not offering any. Yeah, I'm not paying you. If it's a good idea, I'm taking it, though. I nice. Did, <laughs> I, t- I did tell you that all of the uh, the crab fishermen are back for next season, right? Two more seasons we got with the crab fishermen on Deadly Sketch. Okay. I'm a little I'm a little disappointed that Discovery Channel was so douche-tastic that, that three of them, the Hillstrand brothers and uh, Sig Larson, almost quit. I mean, did quit. Had to be bribed back. It was very douchey of Discovery Channel to try to control people. Because like they were basically upset because the Hillstrand brothers were out doing their own thing in the off-season. Right. And so Discovery was trying to make them come back and film shit when they were, they were doing other shit. That's not nice. Yep. Okay, here's my last story. Natalie Davies scrolls through her boyfriend's mobile mobile and smiles as she reads the sex texts he has sent he has fired off hundreds of provocative messages and explicit pictures in the past six months 
including one urging, I want you to take off your underwear. And all were sent to other women. Yet Natalie doesn't mind in the slightest. She and Adam Phillips, 20, have been together for a year and have an open agreement that he is allowed to sex text or sext girls as long as he has no further involvement with them. Because that's where it's going to stop. Right. <laughs> Natalie has an IQ of 71. <laughs> <laughs> she's in her 40s and she's dating this 20 year old guy. And he's like, uh, I'm just, I'm not doing anything. I, I can't even imagine how this conversation, well, actually, I know exactly how this conversation started. She comes around the corner. He's poking on his iPhone. She comes around and she goes, I, whose tits are those? Those are not my tits. I can tell because they don't look like my boobs in any way, shape, or form. Well, I think he's allowed to send them. He wasn't allowed to receive them, right? Oh, he, he, well, no, he can, no, he says he can that sex them back that, and forth. I don't know. that. Uh, that's not how I read it. That's how I prefer to no, interpret no, it. Because no, no, it's better no. that way. It, go, it, can go, can only, no. it can only go one way. He can just say dirty things they can't respond. What, what kind? <laughs> How is that any good for him? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm fakey. Uh, show me your butt. Uh, let me see your tits. Uh, suck my okay, dick. I'm sorry. Nothing's coming back. How about? That's like living in this house. I know, but people do it all the time. They Guys just, take just... pictures of their junk. They send it to some okay. random num- now, number and go, look at me. I'm hot. Now, I will, I will no. say. I will say. It's the same thing. But I don't know. It's not the same thing because chicks are allowed to sex back to him. He's just not allowed to do anything else with it. Oh, no. It's like the wrong number I got the other day. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know who this is, but why don't you give me a call back? Yeah. Yeah. Huh? That was was a whole day of just wrong numbers on all of our lines. It made me feel like I was being stalked. (laughs) It It was 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 very bizarre. I was like, I'm getting numbers on. I I got numbers on a phone number that nobody anywhere has. Right. It's a number I, I got for doing work stuff. But no, I always hide the outgoing number. I don't give it to anybody. So there's, it was just random bullshit coming in. But yeah, you had a good point. Guys, let me give you a pro tip. Brett Favre, I wish you would have talked to me before you did your latest round of stupidity. No chick really wants to see a picture of your penis. They really don't. I know you think that it's analogous to them showing you a picture of their slit all gaping open for you. It is not the same. It's not. It's not. So please stop. But I just think it's funny that she thinks that he's just going to sex these chicks. And that's it. It's going to escalate. He's 20. He's doing it now when he's 20. Of course, you know, the younger kids nowadays think that that is A-OK. Because you got 13-year-olds posting pictures of themselves in their underwear on Facebook or whatever. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, the the kids today also think that you can, you know, there's no, no harm, no foul if a couple buddies get together and suck each other's cocks. Yuck. I'm just saying. They, attitudes are very different now than they used to be. You know what I'm saying? People are much more casual about sex in general. And I don't think, I don't know there's anything that's really wrong with that. Everybody's not all judgmental and preachy about sex like they used to be. Not as much anyway. But I think it's, I think it's completely ludicrous for you to think that there's a lot of hot, sexy time messages going back and forth between you and your boyfriend. And at some point, he's not going to have his penis inside one of those chicks. Well, I wonder how he feels if she were to do the same. I'm guessing he wouldn't. I'm guessing he's saying that's fine. I'm guessing he's saying it's okay for me. I don't don't think he would care. I don't think he would care. You know what my guess is? You're wrong. This chick is paying for pizzas and rent, and he doesn't give a shit what else she does. He sits around the house all day while she's working, playing Xbox and sex and hot chicks. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't care what she does. Define hot. Hot isn't anybody that will respond back. Hotter than her. Because that's kind of what it ends up being. I saw a picture of her. It's hotter than her. 
Aww. Most most Poor women Natalie. Are. Natalie, yeah, she... move on. I I don't want to say this is true for all relationships, but I will I will say for ninety nine point nine percent of all relationships, the open relationship of any sort does not and will not and cannot work. It just, it just doesn't. I understand you're super mature. And you and your boyfriend really understand each other's needs and you're totally in tune with what each other is doing. But one day the thought of your boyfriend with his penis in another girl's mouth will make you lose your fucking mind. Right? I agree. (laughs) It may last for five or six years. We knew people when we lived up in Seattle that had a relatively open relationship and it lasted for quite a while until the day it didn't. Right. (laughs) And there's always that day. That's And that's what I'm saying. I, I don't care what you people do, but don't take a serious relationship and expect that adding a third or a fourth person into that mix is not going to cause some kind of fucking crazy-ass drama down the road. Again, it's like a food allergy, right? The first time <laughs> the first time you see some other girl sucking your dude's dick, you don't care. The fourth, fifth time, you still don't care. Maybe the tenth time, though. Now you're starting to get hives. Something, yeah. You develop hives and a rash, and the twentieth time, you go into anaphylactic rage shock. You don't know. You don't know. And a lot of that stuff is very, uh, a lot of relationship stuff is very theoretical, right? Well, yeah, it's easy people, to say you'll react a certain correct. way people until think you get they know. there. And then, yeah. <laughs> people think they know, but you do not. Mm-hmm. And if there's one thing that I've learned sticking around with Kim for as long as I have is you just don't know. You just don't. People are weird. <laughs> what? You learned that hanging out with me. No, I learned that over the course of being with the same person for two and a half decades. Nice. Don't say it like that. I'm just saying. It's not so much recently. (laughs) I think think we're on pretty firm ground recently. But you just don't don't know. You don't know how people are going to react to stuff. You just don't. So play games all you want. See how it works out for you. All right. Any other stories over there? Don't. If they want to call us, we're going to call us. You can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. Thank you, Amazon, for being my sponsor. Amazon's awesome. I did notice uh, the, the Kindle book trend is heading back in my direction. I'm starting to see many more Ooh. Kindle books in the price range I'm willing to pay for them. And I, I, will, I will also say, having spoken to several authors that are doing very well on Kindle, the magic price point is 3 bucks. If Stephen King sold all of his books for 3 bucks and he just did it himself, like, if I was Stephen King, one day I would get up and say, I'm going to pay an editor $20,000 to edit each of my books, and I'm going to get a good fucking editor for that. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, I, and then I don't need a publisher. I don't need a fucking agent. I don't need anybody. I'm going to put my books up for $3. I'm going to get 70% of every dime I fucking make on those books. He would make far more money than he makes now. And he would get a lot more readers. So, And that's pretty good for a guy that retired six years ago and yet still has three books a year. Pretty awesome. Uh, don't forget you can juice the blue reddit.com over some podcast.com. Leave us a review on iTunes. You know what to do. All right, Kim. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at talkshoe.com? And I'm Thing Two. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing Three, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet? Vote for us at podcastalley.com. 